Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fear 2 Sports Talk. Uh, bringing in the new year. Um, our first episode of the new year. We got Ty and Jeff. Everybody's here today. How are we doing, guys? Happy New Year. Hey, boys. Hey, Happy New Year. Anything exciting over Christmas or New Year's? Nope. Just Dr. Peppa. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you got for Christmas? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just picture him having like case after case that he's unwrapping. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, oh, how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Freak, I'm going to send you a case of Dr. Pepper tie for uh, Christmas next year. I like it. All yeah. My father in law is a big Pepsi um, drinker. And so pretty much for any like birthday or Father's Day or like Christmas, he gets like one of those big cubes of like 48 or whatever it is in him. Oh, freak. Have you guys seen those, <laughs> the like cans? Oh, yeah. But it's like, it's bigger than just like the 12 pack. It's more like a cube. Yeah. Yeah. Those are huge. Yeah. Well, there you can give Blair some ideas for, she'll always have a go-to present for you, Ty. It's true. <laughs> she, she, she BYU shirt. Yeah. <laughs> BYU <laughs> shirt and some Dr. Pepper. That's <laughs> what Tyler get every year. That, so. <laughs> 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 about you, Jeff? How was Florida? It was great. Weather was great. Went to the beach a couple times. Um, went to Disney World. That was hell. Really? How was it with? <laughs> Uh, it was, it definitely wasn't as busy as the last time we went, um, but still pretty busy for COVID times. So the lines went pretty quick. It was kind of a pain to have to wear a mask all day, but um, Presley loved it. She got to see all the princesses and Buzz Lightyear and all the stuff that she loves. So she was, she was pretty stoked. That's awesome. Not gonna lie, we're kind of jealous. We've been wanting to go to some kind of Disney thing all year, but same. It's oh, been well. yeah, it's been kind of strange. Um, well, let's jump into kind of the most recent thing that I can think of is the college football playoff was yesterday. Um, we're recording this on January second of twenty twenty one. So hopefully everyone has a great 2021 year. Hopefully, and I kind of said this at work the other day. Hopefully it's better than 2020. I don't want to like test it or jinx it or anything like that. Yeah. But I feel like there's no way it can be worse than 2020. I'm, I'm going in with low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe that's Don't jinx us, Ty. low expectations <laughs> and it's only uphill from here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I think we're on the uptick. I, I like where we're headed. I think we're on the uptick. So positive vibes. Let's go, guys. Vibes. Well, um, so yesterday the college football playoff semifinals happened. 
Alabama beat Notre Dame 31 to 14, and Ohio State dominated Clemson 49 to 28. For me, I was expecting the Ohio State Clemson game to be a lot more competitive, a lot more entertaining of a game. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It just didn't have that much appeal because Ohio State kind of dominated Clemson. And I was expecting Clemson's defense to step up like they usually do. So now I'm kind of wondering if Ohio State has a chance to beat Bama. What do you guys think? Well, well they played they like they did yesterday. They, they've got a shot. But it's just the only thing is that Bama is so so good, though. They're so deep at so many different spots. When uh, what's, What was the name of the wide receiver that went down early in the year? Waddle. Oh, Waddle. Yeah, like when he went down, I was like, oh, maybe they'll like, maybe it'll be different this year. Maybe they won't make it to the they'll play playoff again for the second year in a row. But they they've got like once one of their five five stars goes and goes down, there's there's another one like right right in, like comes right 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 back in his in his in his place. And Probably so the Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> yeah, seriously. seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I just I think if they as long as they like as long as they come in and have their heads on straight, then they should then and then Alabama should win should win easy, I think anyway. But I'm definitely gonna be rooting for Ohio State. Um yes. just because I'm I don't know, I'm just kinda done seeing Clemson and Alabama win it year after year. We did get LSU last year, it was which was a little bit of a breath of fresh air, but they're still SEC, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ohio State came in really, really motivated. I think the key is going to be um, with their quarterback, how roughed up he, he is from the Clemson game because he did not look good. Um, you know, I mean, he played really well, but he looked like he was in some major pain. So yeah, he hopefully took- he can recover and, and be able to at least put a fight against Bama. Yeah, he took a pretty good shot. I want to say it was before halftime, but I don't remember what quarter it was or anything. I think it was like second quarter. I think there was like seven minutes left in the second quarter. Because I I remember looking at the clock and I think Ohio State scored on that drive. And I was looking at the clock because I was playing with my son, so I got distracted, but it looked like he was maybe heading to the locker room. Mm -hmm. I looked and, and saw that there was like six minutes left in the quarter. So I was just kind of making a mental note in case he was out for the next series for Ohio State. Um, but, yeah, he, he took a pretty good hit. And, uh, yeah, he did look like he was in quite a bit of pain. Um, Not bad for the 11th-ranked team, though. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence didn't really have – much of a game yesterday. Um, I never... didn't have time to have a game. That was the crazy part. That, yeah. that D-line and those backers, like, they were headhunting for him, man. Like, they were he, – he took some rough hits, too. I mean, he yeah. took some rough hits. No cheap shots, but, man, he got roughed up big time, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess first question, do you guys think that – Notre Dame was the right pick for that fourth spot. I don't think oh. Notre Dame's ever the the right pick to go to the play. Yeah, <laughs> just like this is <laughs> or any New Year's Six Bowl for that matter. Yeah, seriously. 
because 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 whenever like they've gone like to anything like that, they always get get blo- blown out. It's like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I, I have a hard time with them because I, I feel like they're they're always overrated and they're always like the media like the media darlings every single single year, and so it's just like I would like to not see them be be around for for a while. I just don't I don't like Notre Dame, so. Hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> no, I I just feel like I'm sorry. Like if you get blown out, I don't care who you get blown out by. You shouldn't be in the college football playoff. Yeah, you just shouldn't. So that includes probably Texas A&M too, because they got blown out by Bama. I yeah. say just go down the line and tell the next team that didn't get blown out. Sure. Let somebody else have a shot. You know, it's just kind of frustrating that we keep doing the same thing over and over again, especially yeah. when their last game they played was a blowout. Yeah, like, I don't care who it's to. If you get blown out, sorry, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be in there. No, and that's why I was kind of surprised that um, Notre Dame was picked. I can't remember if we've done a, an episode since the since the selection show for the playoffs. I don't think we have. So I don't know that we did. We haven't really kind of gotten into this discussion yet, but um, yeah, I I was somewhat surprised they still made it into the playoffs. I think, granted, any team that's faced up against Alabama, I think has a potential for being blown out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But I mean, I definitely agree. I, I, I really am not sure that Notre Dame was really the best pick. Um. Which, in the coming weeks, I had this idea of taking the the final college football playoff rankings and creating a bracket and going back to not 2020 because we didn't have March Madness but going back to like 2019 for the March Madness basketball tournament and kind of putting those like seeding each of the teams in the college football playoffs into a bracket and seeing like oh According, if it was done the way March Madness happened, like Texas A&M would have won. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at it from that perspective, I think it would show that we really need to expand the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was talking about it at work the other day about expanding the playoffs to like a 16-team deal. And it was really interesting, kind of all the brainstorming that went on. Because, you know, if we do a 16-team playoff, then obviously we're going to have to shorten the regular season a little bit. So I'm wondering if you do a 16-team playoff, then have another playoff like the NIT, where you hit some of those major bowls. So you can still have all those bowl games happen. Um, And then, you know, everybody's season's shortened a little bit, but they still get to have, uh, like, maybe nine games. Maybe you have a nine-game regular season, you know, Mm -hmm. and then have the playoff. And I think, personally, I think conference champions should get an automatic bid, just like all the other – just like basketball does. And then after that, have at-large bids. So then, you know, say uh, Boise State wins the Mountain West, then they have a shot, you know. They know, okay – I don't have to schedule, you know, try and beg and plead these big teams to play against us. We can just win our conference and then have a shot at the big teams. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's just kind of my thought. Yeah. Well, I, 
Well, I think after this year, we've seen this how as dumb the committee is, how how lazy they yeah. are when it comes to like to having the teams that are that are in there. They're like greedy. Yeah. But they flat out like well, they admitted that they didn't watch some some teams play like like the Y and with the um and like in, and a lot, a lot of the G five teams, you know, they just mm-hmm. like they flat out just 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 admitted they didn't watch them play. And so it's just like I don't know, like I like I want to see a change happen. Like not that I think that a, a G five team would would win at all, but I mean they I think like I think that they, they that they deserve a shot, you know. Yeah. They, they deserve like a, a crack crack at it. I mean, if Notre Dame can get a shot year after year, like then why? And then and then then why not a, a G five team like a Boise State or a Cincinnati or someone like that? You know. Anything can happen. That's the thing. Anything can happen on any given day. It's true. So if you line up a Alabama against the, you know, I mean, Boise State or whoever, and Alabama overlooks them, they're looking to the next game. Who knows? Boise State could rise up and shock them. So I think it'd just be more entertaining, too. I'm just kind of yeah. sick of seeing Alabama, Clemson, Clemson, Alabama. You know, just that's what it's been since the college football playoffs started. And it's like, yeah. this is so ridiculous. Aren't there any other teams in college football? In, in the last six years that it's been going going on, it's been basically the yeah. same every year. Yeah. And then I think so. when it happens, the near six bowl games, often I don't feel like are as good as they should be mm-hmm. because those games don't matter, you know? Like, no. like Iowa State, Texas A&M making it to a New Year's six bowl. They don't care. Yeah. They're not playing yeah. for anything. All of their star players are going to sit out that are going to go to the draft. Yep. If it's a playoff, players aren't going to opt out. Like Trevor Lawrence wouldn't opt out. Uh, Mac Jones wouldn't opt out of a playoff because they're playing for a championship. And I think that would be the case, whether it's a four, four um, team playoff or whether it was eight or 16. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I kind of doubt there's going to be much change, but I, I'm really hoping for a lot, a lot of changes. So what I think the biggest thing is that college football players have a contract through a certain year. Right. So if there's enough noise made leading up to that year, maybe there would be a change. Yeah. And I mean, who makes that decision? Is it the Power Five athletic directors who only want Power Five teams making it in? like we've had consecutively or are G5 teams involved in that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we transitioned from the BCS to the college football playoff. I don't remember what that process was. I don't either. But I do remember everybody was freaking out, like saying, we need a playoff. We need a playoff. We need a playoff. And we got it. So I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll happen. I hope it does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think enough of the uh, of the big time media media members like Kirk, Kirk like like Kirk, Kirk Herb, Herb Street. and others like that are pissed off enough, you know, that they yeah. really, like push for those for those changes. You know, they really like like they go on their on their shows every day or every week and say like there needs to be a change. And I think if they do that enough. 
then maybe we'll see some changes. Like maybe it's only eight, eight teams or six or whatever, but I think a change needs to be made for sure. Like, well, even look at the power conference. It's not all the power make it in the college football playoff every year. Mm-hmm. So those conferences like the Pac-12 and the Big Ten that get that get skipped over, um, or the Big 12. Usually it's just ACC and SEC that always make it, mm-hmm. but. Um, that would give their champion a shot at being in the college football playoff every year, which is huge for them. That's big time to have a, a, a brand out there representing their conference. Mm-hmm. And, and even if there, there were six, you could take the highest ranked um, um, G5 team. Yeah. And have them in there and kind of have like a de facto, you know, playoff spot with like one of the, with one of the, with like with either like the Big Twelve or Big Ten or I don't know it doesn't matter who 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 it is but I don't know it's just like I like I feel like um we're gonna see like the sport start to die a little bit with this just this, with just the same thing year after year yep. after year you know kind of almost like feel like the BCS was better yeah ser- yeah. seriously though kind of kind of like how how it was like with the NBA when it was the Cavs and the Warriors for like four years in a row. And people to stop yeah. stop watching, you know. And so hey, I was I was okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least in 2016, I was okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It'd be interesting if I have some time. Maybe I'll look up kind of when possible changes could come contract wise, but we'll see. We'll start a petition. That's right. Um, Let's make it happen. So, a week from Monday, Alabama versus Ohio State. Who do you guys think is going to win? And do you think it'll be close, or do you think it's going to be close? The tide is going to roll, and it's not going to be close. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with the butt, guys. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this could be a really dumb pick, but I'm we're gonna take Ohio State in a really close game. I like it. I'm I'm going with you, Jeff. I I think Hey I don't know. I thought Ohio State looked really good yesterday. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I just feel like they might have something to prove and I don't know. It'll all depend on Justin Fields if he's healthy or not, too. Yeah. That's gonna be huge. Yeah. I mean, I hope you guys are right, but I think I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure that Nick Saban, like, sold his soul to, like, never lose ever again. <laughs> so, that's so I'm funny. pretty sure that's why he's going to win. So. <laughs> Mitch, I, wish, I wish Clay Helton would do that. Gosh dang it. <laughs> uh, um, and other um, – kind of noteworthy uh, college football news, at least kind of for our teams. For BYU, I think everyone kind of saw it coming. Zach Wilson and Dax Milne. Um, Zach Wilson, BYU's quarterback. Dax Milne, BYU's star receiver for this year. They both declared for the draft, leaving early. Um, Ty, do you think – obviously, as BYU fans, we wanted them to say – but even my mom was like, well, was Zach Wilson projected to go as high as he is in the, in the draft? He would be He's got to leave. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's got to leave. What are your thoughts, Ty? Um, I was sad to see him go. I mean, like, my heart wanted him to stay because, like, I've, I, I've been a, a, a Zach Wilson fan since, since the day that he committed. I've always, like, I've just thought, I just, I remember, like, watching his, his highlight tape after he committed, and I was like, wow, man, like, this kid's good. And I just, like, I, and I've, I've watched his career close, like, ever since he got to the Y, and, um, and so I always, I always hoped that, you know, he'd, I mean, in my heart of hearts, I, I hope that he'd stay, but I knew he'd be dumb to, to do it. I didn't want him to, I think it, it, it it's better, um, for him to be able to go. And I think it looks better o- o- overall, um, for, 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 for BYU, um, that he, that he leaves and cause it's, cause we're going to have a top five NFL pick. You know, and that hasn't ha- happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and with Max Miller, I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit off with that one, but, but not as much. So, I mean, because like, because like, because like you were saying, it's like, well, it's like got to strike while the iron is hot. You know, like he's, you know, like this is probably one of the one of the only times that NFL teams are going to be looking his way. You know, like all the time, and so he's got to. He's got to um, go while while he has the chance to do it, and like I'm sad to see them both go, but I think ultimately in the end it it, it helps us more than it hurts us, though. Yeah, I think it does. I think the timing of having them both at BYU at the same time was awesome because mm-hmm. they created something really special for BYU fans, mm-hmm. and hopefully draws a lot of interest recruiting wise to BYU that maybe they wouldn't have gotten without such a special season. I had still some hope that Milne would come back. Yeah. Um, that he would, you know, try and boost his resume with another season, but I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Uh, like someone made made a good point yesterday when I was on when I was on Twitter. They were saying that you like if Dax Milne did did decide to come come back next next year, the you know, um, like he, he he would probably still still get looks, and if he did run run it back and has had an equally as good of a year, it just it probably still wouldn't be be enough for him to be a draft pick because usually in mo in most years after, I mean like we saw it this year that after we lost, you know that like that the that like no one really cared anymore like the media spot spotlight wasn't on us anymore and and in a regular year that usually happens after like what like two or three mm-hmm. you know so it's just like you know like so like he really like like was like like this was his shot to get as high of a pick as he possibly could and so like and like that is like like that kind of like it it resonated with me I was like oh like, like that makes more sense like why he would go then mm-hmm. you know like because he's got to go go make his money now while he has a chance and so yeah. I'm sad to see, see him go but like, like, like we were saying, I think it helps helps us too. Yeah. Kind of another um, college football note that kind of relates to both of our teams, USC and BYU. Jackson Dart was a quarterback at a high school in Utah, and there was a lot of there was a lot of hope that he would sign with BYU. He was also considering USC. 
Um, and he ended up choosing USC. So he is going to fight on. Fight on, baby. That's my guy right there. You know he's going to USC. He's my guy. And it's interesting. A lot of the fan base that, that, you know, when they were reacted to him signing with USC, a lot of the fan base actually thinks he's probably going to be the starter. We have another recruit that we signed out of California. It was a four-star, Miller Moss. And he was – he was pretty solid too. So it'll be interesting that it could be a really good quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, so like kind of the background story on why he's my guy, me and him live in the same town. Um, and he went to Roy, Roy high, which is where Jim McMahon went. Hmm. And Wait, I, he went to Roy high. Yeah. Isn't that like right by Ogden? Yep. Yeah, and so my wife has some cousins that live in Roy. I'll have to ask them about him. Yeah, dope. Um, But he was, but like while I was working with the with the fifth fifth quarter with the fifth quarter, he was the first interview that I that I ever did with them, and he was real. He was he was the nicest kid. I thought like I DM'd him, and like and he, I was like I'm not I'm probably not gonna hear anything back from him. But he he DM'd me back like two minutes later. And was really cool. It was like, yeah, like I'll I'll interview with you. And that was like right after he was offered by the Y. And like and that was I think that was like his second offer, I believe. And wow. that was like right that was like right before like he really blew up. And then That's he cool. had this, this massive year and he he's a good kid. And I think that USC fans will, will really like will will really like him. And so I doubt he'll hear this, but if you do you do, Jackson. You're my guy. So just know, just just know that. <laughs> fight on, Jackson. Fight on. fight on. Even if it's beating BYU, fight on. <laughs> odds are, let's see. So we play BYU this upcoming season, yeah. and I think the year after that too. Really, is it the year after too? I think it's back to back years at the college, or maybe it's it skips a year and then it's at the college again. Mm-hmm. So. If he wins the starting job, he has a very – it is very likely he will play against BYU unless COVID-21 hits us or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am kind of hesitant on getting my hopes up for a normal college football year because I think it's possible that it, it's still going to be affected and changed, modified, but yeah. I I'm assuming at least it'll be better than this year. Yeah, I think, I think it'll so. be at least better. There might be some area like you know maybe for USC maybe they they're like oh only a thousand fans, whereas yeah. like maybe BYU is like yeah full stadium let's go, who knows? Yeah, um, you, you're you're right, Jeff. That's a uh... So we, so we play you guys in 2023 again at the Cali. Call, call so. Nice. And Let's it's, do it. And it's Thanksgiving weekend again, too. Hey! <laughs> hey, maybe if we can't make it this year, maybe we'll go 2023. Yeah. We'll do a 302 Sports Talk live broadcast in person <laughs> of the game. Con- we'll, con- ask, we'll ask him if we can go in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make our own pre- pre- press pass. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get a press pass. Uh, yeah, we're, we're media. We're with 302 Sports Talk. Duh. <laughs> Where's our box? 
I told so, someone that like the, like yeah like I uh, I have a, I have a podcast called called three three hundred two Sport Sports Talk and they were like wait 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 you're on the radio <laughs> <laughs> I was like no I wish <laughs> not yet not yet that would be freaking hilarious then, and then when they're like well are you directly associated with USC or BYU we'll just be like no we're national yes. bro. We're national. We're national. <laughs> <laughs> We're based out of Kansas and, and Idaho. <laughs> yeah, we've got representation in uh, Utah, Kansas, and Idaho. <laughs> so we're pretty big. Have you not heard of us? I can't believe you haven't heard of us. <laughs> you can put us in the booth next to Kirk Kerb Street and Chris Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to keep it down, please. <laughs> one day we can dream one right day. one day we'll, we'll get there boys well i definitely wanted to bring up um now that the nba season has started i i think, <laughs> I think uh two weeks ago we were still doing preseason and we had a lot we were talking about that that episode so we kind of skipped over um nba but um, now that NBA season has started, for the most part, we're five, six games for each team in. And I must say, Phoenix has the best record in – oh, that's the whole league? Oh. <laughs> oh. Hang the banner up now. <laughs> Week two NBA champions. <laughs> Man, I thought that was a typo, but it – they're the best team in the league. <laughs> Give it a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it while you can, Ben. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> no, but I, I did want to get your um, guys' takes on each of your teams so far. Um, Jazz, Lakers, and Spurs. Um, I can start with the Suns, my team. Spurs. I... I'm really pleased with this team. I'm bummed that they lost to Sacramento. Um, or else they would be undefeated. But, I mean, on national television against the Pelicans, and TNT went away from the game with, like, what, like three, four minutes left because it was so boring because the Suns were blowing them out by, like, like 40 points or something. Um. I don't know. I I see a lot of potential in this team. I think before the bubble last year, I don't think anybody really knew who Mikel Bridges was. I think some people learned who he was from the bubble, but I think this season everybody's – I do not know who Mikel Bridges is. <laughs> um, I mean, DeAndre Eaton, I think – Still needs a lot of patience. I think he's still developing a lot. But I think Mikel Bridges is easily the Phoenix Suns' third best player behind Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Um, I think a lot of people are going to learn who he is this year. I've really... Devin Booker deserves an all-star, in my opinion, but they haven't need him to play at an all-star level, which has been amazing um, and just like a huge surprise. 
Um, He's never been an all-star, right? He was last year because Damian Lillard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was kind of yeah, like that. He was that's a shame. Like, yeah. He should be, he should have been an all-star from his rookie year on. I I agree. Um I feel like he deserves a lot more credit nationally than he's gotten. And I think part of it is that they haven't had many nationally televised games. They've only had like one or two nationally televised games a year until this year, which I think they have like 14, if you include like four or five NBA TV games. So I don't know. I think they get a lot of attention. Um, I think their record is going to get them a lot of attention too, which I'm really, really, really excited for. Um, I think they'll easily be in the playoffs. But I think so. So so too. I think that they're a, play, a playoff team this year for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about the Lakers, Jeff? What are your thoughts on them so far? I. I've been curious on your Honest... Harrell. What? what? I've been what? curious what? your thoughts on Montrez Harrell and how he kind of fits. Honestly, from I haven't let's see. So I watched the first half of the Clippers game and then I had the Mavericks game on in the background. Just from seeing the scores and from what I've seen, it's been good. Like, LeBron hasn't had to do hardly anything, which is good because I don't really want him doing hardly anything for maybe another month. Um, Kuzma has looked very impressive, which I'm glad that they made the decision to extend him and hang on to him for a little bit longer. Um, I mean, it's been spread out really well. Wes Matthews looks great. Dennis Schroeder looks awesome. Montrez Harrell's been playing pretty decent. Um, he's gotten dunked on a few times, but it is what it is. Take one for the team. For the team. Um, Talon Horton Tucker, when he's played, he's looked good. I mean, they've, they're pretty well-rounded. I don't expect them to come out and knock people's socks off here in the beginning. Like, I expect them to be maybe in that 4-5 or five spot by the end of January. But I think once they, they've gotten their rest that they've needed and get their legs underneath them and, you know, the, the team can kind of have a little more chance to bond and, and be on the same page, I think they'll be able to turn things up like February, March. Yeah. Overall, I'm pretty pleased with what I've seen. Yeah. Four and two, I think a lot of people are expecting that they'll be one of the top teams easily in the league. Um, but I think, yeah, kind of taking it easy after kind of a shortened off season for them would be a smart <laughs> veterans like LeBron, maybe Anthony Davis, where he has had a little bit of injury history, but yeah. Yeah. Ty, I know that right before the season started, they signed Rudy Gobert to a, an extension. Um, quick. Rudy. Reaction to that from you. And then your team's also four and two, but also has a loss to Phoenix Suns. Blowout loss. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. You guys lost to the Suns? 
at, at home too. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Ben. I'm just messing with you. I know. <laughs> well, with how bad the Suns had been, it's deservedly so. But, but well, your thoughts uh, on the? As far as as Rudy Gobert, I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. Uh, I just don't. I just, I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say say about it. Just because it's just like I wish the Jazz would do, you know, like would at least. Uh, I don't know how to how to say it, but it's just like it's just it's kind of fr- frustrating. But I understand why they did it too, because you don't want to lose a player a good player you already have. But I just don't. It's just. It's just. It's just another. It's a. It's a. Um. It's just a safe move by by the Jazz to keep their. One of their one of their bet um, their better play, players, and it's just gonna keep like the. It's just gonna keep everything the same, you know. Like a lot of Jazz fans were have been, mad about you know the second round, first and second round, um, exits in the in the play, play playoffs because because it was fine the last couple of years, but it's like. It's kind of been the same thing year after year after year, and I just like I just don't know if that if that if if I mean, if re-signing Rudy cha- changes that. I, I feel like it's just, we're just gonna have the same thing year after year, which I mean a lot of teams would would kill to have that have that kind of of success. You know, we made the playoffs, I believe, four years in a row now. I think, and there's a lot of teams that can't say the same. So I mean, I guess I shouldn't be too mad, but it's just like, like, like Jeff and I have said in the past, it's just accepting, it's, it's accepting like that you're a mediocre team and, and that's what, and that's what they're always going to be. And so it's just kind of like, and it, I don't know, like I, as a fan, I, I want more, but at the same time I understand, but it was, it was funny like earlier this on this week I saw like this random blog that posted that was like why why the Utah Jazz shouldn't exist and it was like really dumb really, really dumb reasons but like I actually agreed like with some of them though but but it, like there was there was one that said it was like it was, it was like Utah Jazz fans expect uh, it's like Derek Favors to become a god and I was like that's true <laughs> Jazz fans. <laughs> There's so many jazz fans that, that worship the ground they, they, um, that Derek Favors walks on, and for a, for like a super average play, player, I mean, he didn't even play on the Pelicans most of the time last year, and so it's just like I just don't want, I don't know why jazz fans expect him to be like this all star every single year when he's really just an average play, player, and so I don't know I'm but but other than that though I. I've honestly like been pleasantly surprised by by the Jazz. They've done better than I thought. Um, with with Mike with Mike with Mike Conley coming back for year two, he's done really well. I think he scored 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 thirty three last night in their win over the over the Clip 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 Clippers, and so that that was a really nice nice surprise there. Um, but yeah, like I've been really surprised by by the, by the Jazz, but I, I I just expect more of the same to be honest, like an average team. I had three thoughts on kind of the Rudy Gobert situation. When the Phoenix Suns got DeAndre Eaton a few years ago in the draft, there was a discussion about like big men are a lot good. Big men in the NBA are a lot harder to come by 
than like guards and wings. So from that yeah. aspect, it makes sense that like you found a good center, like keep him. Like certainly there's better centers out there, but I think Rudy Gobert is definitely, I would think like in the top five for sure for centers. Yeah. Definitely. So, so to keep him around makes sense. Um, and then, um, I mean, it's kind of a safe move, but maybe now, if you ever do want to trade him, his contract is higher. So maybe if you trade him, you can get a bigger piece in True. return than, than letting him walk because um, – I, I, yeah, you lose everything if he walks. Yeah, that's true. Especially since I don't see Salt Lake being a big free free agent destination, even when they're good. You know, everyone's going to go to the Miamis, the Bostons, the New Yorks, the LAs, you know. True. So, I, I don't want, like, if there any jazz fans are listening, I don't want to, like, make it sound like I don't like, don't like Rudy because I do. I think he's a good play, player. I, like, I really, like, appreciated him here. But it's just at the same time, like, I want the Jazz to be better than they have, have been. And I feel like, yes, like, like, Rudy's good, but he only takes the Jazz so so far. And so that's just, like, that's just, like, that's, that's, that's the frustrating thing, thing about, that, that, about it is that, like, I want the Jazz to be a, I'm a title I'm a, I'm a title contender like they were in the late in the late nineties. But I just don't see that see that happening with the way the team currently is built. But I don't know. Yeah, but maybe because in the bubble they didn't have Bogdanovich. Yeah. It's so true. With Bogdanovich, one of their biggest pieces that they've brought in in the last couple of years, mm. we really didn't get to see what that team was like in the playoffs with Bogdanovich. So true. I definitely understand hoping, you know, assuming that, that that core is healthy and good to go for the playoffs this year, what kind of damage they could do. So. Yeah, I would say you'd probably, I mean, I'm sure man, management probably just wants to run it back again because of the pieces they did get just last year with Conley and, and Bogdanovich. So maybe they, they're just thinking, well, we didn't really get a chance to truly see what this team can do. So let's run it back, see what happens, and go from there. Yeah. So, anyway, I know, I know it's early in the season, but I wanted to get kind of a very early a surprise team, in a good way, a good surprise team, kind of from each of you, and then um, if either of you have a team that kind of disappoint is has been disappointing you or. Um, thinks that that team, a certain team, will be overall disappointing throughout kind of the whole season. Um, I can start with this one. I, I think Sacramento could actually be pretty good. Um, I was kind of watching their game against the Suns the other night, and I think they have a pretty good, pretty good group. Buddy Hield, De'Aaron Fox, um, they have Rashawn Holmes, who I don't think people really know much about. He used to be a Suns player. He's he's really good on defense, and he he works hard every play. So my surprise team is going to be the the Kings. I think they'll make it into the playoffs. My disappointing team would probably be the Mavs. I 
I know I watched them the other night, and I know that they don't have Porzingis. And this was against the Suns as well, but they didn't really look very good. And I know Luka didn't look very good, but the rest of the team just didn't – just felt very one-dimensional and didn't really look like a playoff team to me. So that's my surprise and disappointment team. Either of you have a surprise and disappointment team so far? Well, I'll start with my surprise team, but it's going to be a surprise team in a bad way, though. Okay. Um, with the Washington Wizards. I thought they would be much, much better with Russell Westbrook and Brad- Bradley Beal. I'm, like, really surprised they're 0-5 right now. Or are they 0-6 now? I don't even know what their record is. But I'll look I'll it up. Look it up but... Real quick, but, yeah, Westbrook is a former MVP, and Bradley Beal easily is, like – be a perennial all star. So they won yesterday, so they're one and five now. Yeah. Oh, baby, here they come. <laughs> but I've kind of been surprised by like how bad they it, like it maybe take time for them to be good. So they also could be my good surprise team later on. But I I thought they they would be much better. I mean, like Westbrook does like demand the ball a lot, but I think that he fits well with feel like better than John John Wall did and so I think that that'll be interesting and my disappointing my my disappointing team is probably the Nuggets I think ultimately the Nuggets like they'll make the like like the playoffs but they're not gonna be like they were last 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 year because I think everyone you know like what the limited time they had they, they they watched Murray and what uh, and then the success he was able to have in the in the bubble, um, and I think that you know that that their success isn't and um, isn't going to last. And they also lost a lot of key guys in the off season. They, they lost Mason Mason Plum 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 Plum, Plum Lee. They they lost uh, Jeremy. Jeremy Grant. There there's a few other guys that they lost as well, and. So I think, and I I still think that their fan base, like their 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 expectations, are really high, but I don't I don't think that that they're going to do very very well this year. Yeah, uh, the surprise team for me that I don't know is much of a surprise. Uh, it's going to be the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think this is going to be Trey Young's true breakout year, where maybe they sneak into the playoffs and could upset somebody make it out maybe to the second round or something. Um, they've been playing really well. They added some pretty nice pieces. So uh, that'll be an interesting team to keep your eye on this year. My disappointing team is going to be the Los Angeles Flippers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, anytime you get blown out by 50-some points, <laughs> I don't care who you're playing. That is awful. So bad. <laughs> And then I don't know if anyone saw Kawhi's face mask the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it reminded me of Dwight from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fetch? But I think they're going to be a surprise in how disappointing they are this year. Yeah. That's, that's going to be my prediction. They thought that on that Ty, Ty Lue was going to fix fix all their issues and they're going to be very disappointed to find out he will not fix any of their yes. issues. Yes. <laughs> he did win a championship, but yeah. he was not coaching that year. <laughs> <laughs> he was the assistant coach. 
<laughs> okay, guys, go play basketball. Go dribble. Yes, dribble, <laughs> dribble. Good. Good. Good job, LeBron. Good job, LeBron. <laughs> he was our head cheerleader. <laughs> You're a Smith with your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, the NBA season is still young. Um, I'm sure there will be a lot of kind of storylines um, from the NBA overall that we'll kind of get into. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's it's good to have NBA back. I have missed it. It's been so long. I know. It's been so long. Longer for some of us, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's nice to have Suns basketball back because I feel like Suns There you go. There you go. Back. Um, and I'm not already looking ahead to the mock drafts for <laughs> uh, that's the best part you're like wow my team might make the playoffs this year so the last thing we wanted to talk about today NFL season is wrapping up the final games of the regular season are tomorrow there for a lot of teams there's a lot of a lot on the line as far as making the playoffs or not um, some of those teams are the Ravens, the Dolphins, um, but we're specifically going to get into Arizona versus the Rams. And let's lay out the situation. Basically, the winner of this game is going to make the playoffs. The loser of this game is not going to make the playoffs. Unless and the Bears lose. The Bears lose. So then both teams will make the playoffs. That's true. That's true. Um, which they are playing who are the, Bears? the Packers. Packers. Who have already clinched They've clinched playoffs, but they haven't clinched where they are. I think if they win, they could bump up to like the two seed if the two seed loses or something, I think. So they could clinch um, they could get home field advantage at least for the first round. Yeah. Um, if they win. But if they lose, they probably would have to play a wild card game, I would, is my thinking. Yeah. Um, and so they would have to play a wild card game and then not have uh, home field advantage the next round. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. That game and the Arizona game are going on at the same time. Of course. Okay. Arizona makes it in if they win, or Arizona and the Rams tie and Chicago loses. And that's the same thing for the um, not the same thing for the Rams. Let's see. Um, so basically in order for one of us to be happy one of our teams has to win <laughs> Jeff what are you so Goff is out he broke his thumb um, there's expectations that if they make it to the playoffs he could return for the playoffs in a week or two if we want him <laughs> <laughs> 
So are you Wait. saying you want Wofford or whatever his name is? Uh, Wolford. Wolford. John Wolford. He's going to be the Rams hero. He's going to be the second coming of Kurt Warner. I'm calling <laughs> it right now. So he's never taken an NFL snap. I think he had some preseason action last year, the year before, something with the Rams, but he has not um, taken an in-game, regular season game snap. But there's a lot of praise from him when he was in the AAF. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback. What's your confidence like in him? One, with inexperience, and then two, also with his skill set, kind of taking over. I feel like his skill set hopefully will outweigh his inexperience. I was watching some of the clips of um, practice this year, and he he could move, man. He I was surprised with how fast he could run and like the big thing with Jared Goff is he always does these bootlegs and there's 20 yards of green grass in front of him. And he only ends up getting four or five yards. It's so frustrating. It's so awkward to watch. Whereas I'm hoping that if, you know, Wolford can, you know, when he gets the bootleg that he'll be able to take off and run for at least a first down and get out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, the couple of clips that I saw, he was throwing some dimes. I don't know how, well, he will protect the ball. That's usually a really big concern with a backup quarterback coming in is if um, he'll make the right decisions. But who knows? Um, the the sucky part is he won't have Cooper Cup on the field with him either. He's out with COVID. And then one of our good defensive linemen, Brockers, is out as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, they did really well in the first game, but we'll see. Isn't Cam Akers questionable or something for this game? Questionable. Game time decision. Um, yeah, there, there, there's some potentially significant injuries on both sides. Big time. Of this game. I know for Arizona, man, it seemed like the first like four or five, maybe six games of the season, it was like, wow. This is a good team. It's a team to watch after they beat the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, after they beat the Seahawks in that really mm-hmm. thrilling game that was on Sunday Night Football, got a lot of people's attention. And they had the Hail Mary or the Hail Murray. Um, I will not Hail Murray. But, <laughs> but since then, there has been a lot of frustration from Arizona Cardinals fans. Um, about this team like the offense just has not looked like it's really clicking and I don't know what's going on with it Um, there's been a lot of penalties the defense hasn't really been that great in my opinion I I was looking on Twitter earlier this morning and someone said it would be a steal if Arizona won which I kind of feel like is (laughs) <laughs> like a really sad way to put it from an Arizona side because of how banged up the Rams are expected to be. Um, but there really just is not a lot of confidence around this Arizona team right now. But my hope is that they do get to Wofford and Wolford, Wolford, whatever his name is. Who is he? Wolfman. He's the Wolfman. The Wolfman. 
I'm hoping that they just bring like blitz after blitz after blitz, just pressure them a lot. Um, but on the other hand, there might be some injuries in the Cardinals secondary. Um, I think one of their safeties is out with COVID, but they might be having their starting, both of their starting safeties play this game. Um, uh, I'm just nervous, but I'm, I'm really thinking, really hoping that Arizona makes it in. But on the other hand, I don't think this Arizona team is going to make it far in the playoffs. I don't know that it's really that meaningful to make it in the playoffs at the same time. I just I'm think excited that, to see what happens. Yeah. I, I think it would be good for, for, for Arizona to, um, to make it in, at least get those young guys on, on the team some experience in, in the play, playoffs, mm-hmm. even if they lose. I still think it's a po- positive all the way around. No, I, I do too. I do too. We've been out of the playoffs for several years, and so even just making the playoffs would, would be definitely meaningful. Something to build off of. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, because that has implications on, like, free agency wanting to come uh, to teams that are playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Arizona could be a team that a lot of people still, like, still feel like is on the rise and just need a few more pieces. The one offseason move that I hope that they make or don't make because he's a free agent is I hope that they do not bring Patrick Peterson back. I am so sick of <laughs> talks and talks and talks. Like 10, day, 10 weeks ago, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get five more interceptions this year. I think he's had one. So uh. <laughs> We like Patrick. Maybe he'll get, maybe he'll get four tomorrow. hey he knew he knew wolfman was coming up maybe that's why but i'm just so sick of patrick peterson he just talks the talk so much and he is not like he was he was good back in the day four or five years ago he was good but i mean if they brought him back cheap like really cheap and he was kind of a starting not the number one cornerback, but the number two cornerback, I'd take it. But ugh, I am just so sick of him. I'm trying to think of a, of a corner they could get in the draft. I don't think of any of the corners that are coming out this year. I can't think of any. Elijah Griffin. Yeah. Eleanor Hufunga. Oh, yeah. There's um, Wade. Isn't Wade an Ohio State guy? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, him and I think Farley is like a Virginia Tech cornerback that's su- supposed to be really good. And then I think one of Bama's cornerbacks is expected to be pretty high in the draft. So that's that's probably where I would I'm really hoping the Cardinals draft a corner because I think they really need some corner help. But, I don't know. Even the Cardinals' defense, I don't feel like, has been super great. Um, they let a lot of yards last week against San Francisco to Wilson, who nobody knows about. But he had like 160-something yards. So, maybe this Rams team will, will light them up. Go Rams. Go, Go Packers.
But above all, go Packers. <laughs> <laughs> they might be my only hope this weekend. <laughs> really? Maybe. I don't know. I just this makes me nervous. I mean, honestly, the one Jared Goff being out, I'm kind of like, eh, it is what it is. But Cooper Cup is like the one thing I'm like, crap. But we'll see. I just don't like Goff right now. I'm not a fan of him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like, that. I don't feel like he was that that good at Cal. I mean, like, I no, he was overrated at Cal. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. Like, honestly, he should probably be a draft bust, but because Sean yeah. McVay showed up and kind of revived him a little bit, he's made all this money. So I don't know. Maybe Zach Wilson will drop to the Rams and we'll draft him. I wouldn't mind, mind that. <laughs> It'd be a good spot for him. Keep praying. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, no, I don't want Zach Wilson. Never mind. <laughs> we, we're going to suck for Slovis. Suck for Slovis. Which would be interesting because Kurt Warner was Kurt Warner. offensive coordinator in high school. I know. It'd be like Kurt Warner 2.0 on the Rams. That'd yeah. be dope. I'd be down for that. That'd be the storyline. Make it happen, boys. Well, right. no, don't make it happen. Does that mean we'd have to suck? Don't make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Just get rid of Goff. We'll get somebody else. And fire Clay Hilton while you're at it. <laughs> fire Clay Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, I think that's it for this week. Um, man, it seems like we just had a lot of talk to lot to talk about. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. I love talking talking sports with with the boys. Oh yeah, boys. Um, until like seven, maybe eight more years down the road when I can talk sports a lot with Marshall. You guys might be one of my <laughs> better outlets. Same. <laughs> Although Presley, she'll like, it's so funny. <laughs> the other day, what did I say? Oh, during the USC Oregon game, USC scored a touchdown and I was like, touchdown, biatches. <laughs> and she looked up at me. She's like, touchdown, biatches. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Uh, oh, while, uh, we were um, I was watching the uh, on the on the BYU UCF game with Blair and I scared the crap out of her when I was because <laughs> <laughs> she was turned around and I scared the crap out of her yeah. <laughs> I've done that so many times with Presley it's so bad <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, let's go let's <laughs> go <laughs> I think I'm yelling at her. <laughs> Hashtag dad. It's, it's the it's the dad 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 life. That's how it goes. Oh, actually, this year she was really good. Like when I would scream, she would scream too. She'd be like, "Yeah!" You know, she'd run around the couch. It was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys go take care of your princesses. Yeah. Hey, and happy anniversary week to us. Oh, yeah. All of us. That's true. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> see, so I'm the sixth. Ben and Ty, you guys were a couple days before me, right? I'm, we, uh, we were the third. 
You're the third. Yeah. We're on the seventh. Oh, you're the seventh. That's right. You were after. Yeah. I'm the meat to the sandwich. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy anniversary to y'all. Four years, right? Yeah. yeah. Four years. Year number four. Four good years. Four years down, six more to go. <laughs> JK, say it. JK, it's a joke. It's a joke. Megan, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> we all know our spouses don't listen. That's okay. <laughs> it's true. It's sad. <laughs> sad enough. Yeah. Well, have a good rest of your Saturday, guys. Everybody, if there is anybody listening, thanks for uh, listening to, to our episode of 302 Sports Talk. We are Average Donation. And. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope it's a good one. Hope it's better than 2021. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye, boys.